1: You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.
0: This is Mamma Mia Daily. The stories you need to hear today, read by the women who wrote them. I'm Melody Tay, editor of mamamia.com.au, and on today's show, in case you missed it, we recap the controversial finale of The Block. But first,
1: Lee Campbell on Being a Mum of One. The Joy and the Heartbreak of Having One Child. By me, Lee Campbell. I See You, The Mum at the Park hovering maybe a little too close to her child, a hand gingerly ready to reach out and break a fall, should her little one topple from the second rung of the ladder. She borders on a helicopter parent. She knows she's not supposed to. She follows enough of those parenting accounts on Instagram to know better. She's supposed to let her child trip, stumble, learn. She's supposed to let them grow. And she does. She tries to. She's just a little more cautious than some of the other parents at the park, They have their eyes on multiple kids, their concentration fragmented. She only needs to keep watch on one. One tiny body of legs and arms and adventurous energy. Her everything in one. I see you. The working mum. She's got a go-to list longer than her grocery receipt. Her work is due and overdue. Her phone buzzes and immediately she knows the number. Daycare. She uses the drive to make calls to reschedule the rest of the day and tomorrow too. She mentally takes a tally of the Panadol and Nurofen in the medicine cabinet back home while she wonders how parents with two or three children ever get anything done. She's stressed, but also thankful she can manage one sick little person and her urgent tasks for the next few days. She's not a brand new mum anymore, and yet the juggle still takes her by surprise at times. She's thankful for her lot. I see you, the mother standing before a wardrobe, overflowing with teeny tiny onesies. They've not been worn for a few years now, pushed to the back to make room for pants and t-shirts and even more jeans, and then for little underpants. She's not sure what to do. Does she keep the size four zeros and triple zeros? She's running out of room. Her little one is growing. They're not so little anymore. Does she hold on to hope? Does she keep the baby stuff? Does she sort through it and donate it, handing over her hope along with the garbage bags of bibs and rompers? She closes the wardrobe door and shuts away her hope with it, but she doesn't get rid of the baby stuff. Not yet. I see you. The mother who thought she'd never get to be a mother. She never really even wanted kids. Until she did, and then she wanted it desperately. She fought so hard, she gave up and then tried again, more times than she can count. And just when she gave up again came the exciting, terrifying, heart-in-your-throat news. She held her breath for nine months She held it until she could let it go and inhale the sweetest smelling head, the best smell she's ever known. She still can't quite believe that after all, she's a mother. A tiny squeaky voice calls her mummy. She did it. I see you. I am you. I smile at you when I notice you. At the shops, at the park, at daycare pickup. And you
2: smile back because you see me too. A massive upset and a record-breaking win. Exactly what happened during the Block finale. By Shannon Finlay, read by me, Emma Gillespie. After three long months, we've finally made it to the end of the Block tree change. Taking place in Victoria's picturesque Macedon Rangers, this season of the Block followed contestants Tom and Sarah Jane, Rachel and Ryan, Cor, and Sharon, Dylan and Jenny, Omar and Oz, and originally Elle and Joel. Like many past seasons of The Block, this season came with its own set of drama. It all began when global influencer Elle Ferguson and former AFL player Joel Patfull left the show right after completing their very first block challenge, leaving married couple Rachel and Ryan to take their place. However, the challenge of having to renovate the biggest homes in block history was what really almost pushed the contestants to their limits. This season, the contestants were also faced with a major tradie shortage, terrible weather conditions, and one massive space to complete week after week. But now, three months later, the grand finale auction is here. As all five teams sat down for their reserve meeting on Sunday night's episode, they were told that the housing market is softer than last year. As a result, they were warned the houses might not sell. Then, host Scott Cam shared that the reserve prices on the homes would be 4080000 much to the horror of the contestants. To our dismay, there was no mutiny this year. Considering Tom and Sarah Jane won the most points overall this season, they were tasked with deciding the final auction order. They decided they would go second and Dylan and Jenny would go last. After an emotional reflection on their incredible block journey, Omar and Oz were the first team to face auction. The winning bidder was Danny Wallace, the serial The Block bidder who founded IT service management company DWS. The millionaire has bid on a number of homes in The Block's history, including all five homes in the 2020 season. Prior to 2022, he spent around $30 million on The Block houses. Omar and Oz's home sold for more than $5.6 million securing the pair more than $1.5 million in profit. The winning bid means the boys have taken home the biggest profit in block history. Tom and Sarah Jane's home was up next. In the end, serial bidder Danny Wallace bought the house for $4.1 million, meaning the couple took home just $20,000 in profit. I didn't expect to make a shitload of money, but I didn't expect to come out at a massive loss too, Tom later told the rest of the contestants. As for Rachel and Ryan, the couple instructed their agent to pull out from the auction if it failed to reach the reserve price. The property was formally passed on to Danny Wallace, who bid just over $4 million. He later came up to $4.2 million after a private negotiation. All in all, they secured a profit of $169,000. Not the ultimate outcome, but an outcome, Rachel said after accepting the bid alongside Ryan. Anker and Sharon opted for an exclusive bidding opportunity with a potential buyer as well after the highest bidder came in at $4,075,000, just $5,000 under the reserve price. In the end, the highest bidder refused to come up to the reserve price, much to the relief of Anker and Sharon, who didn't want to go home with such a small profit. Their home will go up for auction again at a later date. Dylan and Jenny were the last of the teams to face auction, In a shaky auction, the couple passed it in after their house failed to pull in at the reserve price. Their home will also go up for auction again at a later date. In the end, Omar and Oz won the competition overall. They take home a whopping $1.6 million, including their $100,000 in prize money. We didn't want it to go this way, Oz told the rest of the teams. We did not want it to go this way at all.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Mamma Mia Daily. And for more from our writers, check out their profile links in the show notes. I'm Melody Tay, editor of MammaMia.com.au. The show's producer is Claire O'Halloran and our audio editor is Tom Lyon. We'll be back tomorrow with the stories you need to hear read by the women who wrote them. See you then. If you believe in what we do here at Mamma Mia and you want to support a purpose-driven women's media company, consider being a Mamma Mia subscriber. There's more information in our show notes.